the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you receive Jesus as just another person, then his opinion is just the opinion of another person. And you can choose to take it or leave it. But if you accept Jesus as God's Son, your Savior and Lord, then his opinion is in an entirely different category and you need to be obedient to his opinion. Well, that is a very good foundation to lay for today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely as we continue our journey through 1 Corinthians. We're in chapter 5, looking at God's discipline. And for tender ears, a fair warning, a lot of today's content deals with sexual misconduct and how God deals with it. With more, here's Pastor Leighton in today's program. Now, the environment that we live in as Americans really exacerbates the challenges of resisting sexual temptation more so than previous generations. Over, most of the, over the centuries of, of, of mankind's existence, most people were farmers. And they spent most of their day from sunup until sundown looking at the south end of a northbound mule. And when they got home, they were thoroughly exhausted. And there was no television, there was no internet. They'd sit over the fire, around the fire with their family, having dinner and enjoying each other's company. But things have changed. According to the front page article in Time Magazine issue of October 30th, 2000, throughout most of human history, boys and girls went through hormonal changes around the age of 15 to 17 years old. They also got married around the age of 17 years old which meant that on average they wrestled with their hormonal changes a year or two, perhaps. But because of the proliferation of technology and therefore complexity of living in a modern Western civilization, people tend to defer marriage until after college. According to the USA Today newspaper dated November 9, 2008, the average age of marriage in America as of 2007 for men, was 27 and a half years old. For women, 25.6 years old. What this means is that instead of wrestling with these hormones for a year or two, people are wrestling with the hormones for about 15 years on average, which is contributing to gender confusion. And furthermore, according to the Time magazine, and for reasons the scientists cannot explain, the age of the onset of puberty is now dropped to as low as seven, eight, and nine years old. The scientists don't know what's causing it. The article suggests it might relate to MTV and to commercials with sexual messages as possible sources. They don't know what's causing this, but it is a scientifically observed fact that there's a dramatic change taking place. And what this means is that children are changing when they're not equipped to handle the experience 
and they depend on models around them to help guide them through that experience. And most of the models that they have around them are found on television, in movies, and on the Internet, which is saturated with pornography, and it's no wonder that sexual addiction is epidemic in America. It's becoming more and more common. And some people think that if more people are doing it, that must make it right. But the fact that it is increasingly common does not make it right or acceptable to God because God's Word doesn't change. You know, it's remarkable how creative people can get in excusing their own sinful behavior, even Christians. The Scriptures tell us that the heart is deceitful above all else. We can deceive ourselves. We can talk ourselves into thinking that we're doing something right when we're doing something wrong. Here are some of the uh, deceptions, self-deceptions that we have heard over the years. You may have heard them also. Uh, My spouse is not fulfilling my desires or needs, and I'm entitled to satisfaction. So I'll go somewhere else. Well, if I don't satisfy that person, they'll look for it elsewhere, and they might get someone bad, and I'm good, so it might as well be me. My spouse has been unfaithful. That entitles me to a free pass. No, your spouse will stand before God for what they did, and you will stand before God for what you do. The other person is married, but if it wasn't for the kids, they wouldn't be married. That means they're only married on paper, which means they're not really married, so it's okay. No, unless there is a certificate of divorce where the process has been completed, if it's on paper, they're still married. Well, God knows how bad I need this, and He is a forgiving God. He won't mind, and besides, I'm not hurting anyone. Hey, it's just a biological function, like eating or drinking. It's no big deal. Or this one. Jesus never taught abstinence. Now, if somebody came to you and said, Jesus never taught abstinence, how would you answer that? Do you know where to go? Did he teach abstinence? Let's turn in our Bibles to Matthew chapter 19. So if somebody ever asks us that question, we're equipped to be able to point them to the Scripture that answers that question. Did Jesus ever really teach abstinence outside of marriage? Matthew chapter 19, verse 3 and following. Some Pharisees came to him, Jesus, to test him. They asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? Haven't you read, Jesus replied, that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together, let no one separate. Matthew 19. Why then, they asked, did Moses command that a man give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard. But it was not this way from the beginning. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another woman commits adultery. Later, the disciples said to him, if this is the situation between a husband and wife, it's better not to marry. In other words, if you get married and there's no way out of marriage except this one little exception, then it's better not to marry, just shack up and play house. That's what the disciples were suggesting. Now listen to Jesus' reply. Verse 11. 
Jesus replied, Not everyone can accept this word, but only those to whom it has been given. For there are eunuchs who are born that way, there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by others, and there are those who choose to live like eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. So you notice how Jesus brackets his answer with, the one who can accept this should accept it. What does he mean by that? Why did Jesus bracket his answer with this qualification? Well, if you receive Jesus as just another person, then his opinion is just the opinion of another person. And you can choose to take it or leave it. But if you accept Jesus as God's Son, your Savior and Lord, then his opinion is in an entirely different category, and you need to be obedient to his opinion. That's why Jesus bracketed his answer. What was his answer? For there are eunuchs that were born that way. There are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs, and there are those who choose to live like eunuchs. What is a eunuch? Someone who abstains from sex. So the question is asked in in the context of marriage and divorce to Jesus in an attempt to trap him and test him. He gives the answer that there's only one reason to leave a marriage. And the disciples came to him and said, listen, if that's the case and you're stuck in a marriage, it's better not to get married, just shack up and live together. To which Jesus responds, well, let me give you your options. You can get married and stay married, or you can live like a eunuch. Clear? Not necessarily popular, but it's clear. Now, let's move back into 1 Corinthians. Now you know, if someone comes to you with that question, you know where to point to in the Bible and say, Matthew chapter 19 gives the answer to that question. All right, we're back in 1 Corinthians. We're in chapter 5. We're starting at uh, verse 9 and following. In this section that wraps up this chapter, Paul divides his thoughts into three points. The first point is him describing what he does not mean by a statement that he made in an earlier letter that was taken out of context or was misread. In chapter 11, he says what he did mean, and in, I mean, in verse 11 and then in, the, in verses 12 and 13, he gives the reasons for those first two points, and then he concludes with the imperative to remove the man from fellowship. Verse 9, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with the sexually immoral people. In my letter is a reference to an earlier letter that was written to this church at Corinth that we have no copy of. So we call this that we're reading 1 Corinthians, but there was really a first 1 Corinthians. There was another letter that we don't have. Now, why don't we have that letter? Well, the scholars have suggested several reasons for us not having that letter, but let's suffice it to say that we don't have that letter because the Holy Spirit chose not to save it for us and deliver it to us. Now, it could have been that that letter was indeed inspired by the Holy Spirit, but it was only intended for that original audience. It wasn't intended for us. And for that reason, the Holy Spirit didn't preserve it and distribute it to us. Or it may have also been possible that that letter really wasn't written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and therefore would not be included in Scripture. We don't exactly know why we don't have that letter, but we do know that the Holy Spirit chose not to preserve that letter and provide it for us. But we know that Paul wrote an earlier letter, and it was instructional in nature, and that one of, the instru- of his instructions, at least, had been intentionally or unintentionally misunderstood or twisted by church leaders. 
Now, the words associate with here is a compound word in the original language. It means to keep close association or close company with someone. And uh, so if after following the discipline pattern that is provided for us in Matthew chapter 18, we discussed that last week, if a believer refuses to confess and repent of their sin, they are to be put out of fellowship. They should not be allowed to participate in the worship services, in communion, in church family social events, nor carry any leadership role in the church. They are to be treated as tax collectors, traitors is what a tax collector was. And to, give, to, to keep company with such a person is like giving aid and comfort to the enemy. Well, pretty stern warnings we are leaving off here today on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. We've been focusing in on God's discipline here in 1 Corinthians 5, dealing with some very practical and very frank issues, especially as it relates to our daily lives and the struggle we have with our fallen nature. Questions about today's program can be addressed at our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. We trust you'll come back and join us tomorrow as we have another look at 1 Corinthians 5 and God's discipline. Here on Study Verse by Verse with our teacher and pastor, Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.